Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Human trafficking... 2016. I hate to to report this, but it's worse. And we have a tremendous team of experts today on this topic that I'm really looking forward to the show and, and understanding some more things about this topic. But before we go there, we want to let you know that today's topic may not be appropriate for younger listeners. Although we strive to make this show, we really do, attractive for kids. We have Christian Car Guy Theater and we see a huge need for children programming in Christian radio, and we strive to meet that need. But today's show is a, a bit much, we believe, for children. So we certainly want you to have time to adjust for that uh, before we get into anything too heavy duty. But with that said, uh, January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And Monday 11th of January actually was the day, was uh, Awareness Day. And we are certainly blessed this Saturday to bring you a team of folks to help us all learn what we can do and how we can pray as this horrific crime, human trafficking, is not only ravaging the world as a number two fastest growing illegal industry, financially it's unbelievable the money that's involved, but also ravaging us right here in the USA. So we believe we all need to get the facts, like the very reason we are doing a car show on this is so much of this is done in cars, and it's done in truck stops. If you read the testimonies of many of the ladies trapped in this, they work cars because they're faster and they're safer than motel rooms. I mean, that's just a a fact. Another statistic that is actually scary for anybody who's a parent is in 2014, one in every six endangered runaways reported that they were likely a victim of checks child sex trafficking so that's pretty scary to think that one out of six runaways is going to be found in this and uh you know they're approached for what i understand within 15 minutes of getting off a train in new york city if they're spotted as a runaway so you know it's a really really important thing we talk about and i think we need to know what to look for and we need to know what to report and safely how to report that, who to report it to, you know, what you can do about human trafficking, because I think everybody listening today can do something about it, and we need to protect our own families and other people in our neighborhoods. Of course, we've got all this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. We've got the reports. I hope you'll read them. Uh, We have wonderful files, wonderful links. But as we get going this morning, I really wanted to involve you, the audience, And so I want to throw some thoughts out there that maybe you hadn't thought, because as I studied this, which, by the way, is just heart-wrenching, and as the further I went into it, obviously, I began to pray, God, what can we do? There's got to be something. I'm just, you know, what can we do? So after studying the problem, reading the reports, watching the videos, which are all there at Christian Car Guy, which, you know, they will teach you a lot about what's going on with that and what we can do about it. But I want to start off with these thought starters. And these are for both the team that we have today and, importantly, all of you listening. You know, number one, I I think all of us listening today hopefully would understand that clearly God's kingdom coming 
in individuals' lives is the ultimate solution. And everyone we disciple for Christ becomes a light. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I do realize that that's the way to make the kingdom come. And we got a disciple. But And we talk about that every week on the Christian Car Guy Show. But there's nothing short of Jesus that really is going to bring the kingdom of God. But there are some things socially I believe we can think about, begin to pray about, that we could help this situation. You know, the, the second video that's at ChristianCarGuy.com was done by a Northern Ireland gentleman, and he really hit on something. And that is this whole horrific industry, and I mean it's horrific, is driven by money and driven by a demand. And so why is this thing exploding in 2016? Well, think about the pornography explosion that's on the Internet. And if we continue to promote pornography, you know, pornography is going crazy all over the place. Well, obviously, all those people caught up in that are going to have to... <laughs> find outlets. So in order to put a dent into this mount, what this gentleman from Ireland suggested was that we create these unbelievable jail terms for the people that purchase sex. And as I thought about that, I thought, well, yeah, well, you know, if, if, if people were facing something horrific like that, maybe that would put a dent in it, but it would cause another gigantic problem, meaning we would fill the jail. <laughs> and now socially, we all got to pay for, pay for this situation. So as I thought through that, and I thought, hmm, this, this, this effect of filling up the jails is not anything that, you know, I certainly want to face, and I'm sure you don't, but if practically thinking, if we could go after the money, right? So <laughs> if we had extremely large fines. And I'm talking about like $5,000 for the first offense of purchasing sex and $10,000 for pimping or $100,000 for pimping. Now, $10,000 for the second offense. In other words, very, very, very large fines because if they have the money to pay for this, why not use their money to fund good programs that would stop it, that would put a dent in it? If all this money, that's the reason why it's become the second biggest industry, is because all this money is flowing. Well, if we can get a hold of the money through fines, and law enforcement that would bring in these people and have these huge fines, the money, if it was earmarked for certain programs, could greatly reduce the demand, which is, and if there's no demand, obviously, then we're not going to see the, the human trafficking issue and, and other things along those lines. So how about this as a thought starter? Advertise like they do for drunk driving fines, right? If you, <laughs> around these days, you see they're advertising like crazy. If you drive this drunk, this is what it's going to cost you. What if there were advertisements like that about if you purchase sex, this is what it's going to cost you, $5,000, your name in, on the a sexual predator list, and your name in the newspaper. So, And you know, people see that in billboards, TV, radio, advertising. And the other thing I was thinking about was on the Internet, you know, if you go to look at a Ford on Ford's site or if you look at a Dodge or something, the next time you go to Facebook, you can just better believe that there's going to be an ad for <laughs> Ford or you know, if you go check your email or maybe you're on Twitter, the same thing, you're going to get these ads. Well, obviously, law enforcement knows what the most common porno sites are. So how about if a computer that went to a porno site immediately got an ad that popped up next time they went to Facebook that said, if you purchase sex, this is what you're going to face, a $5,000 fine, a $10,000 fine. You're going to face your name in the newspaper and this, da, 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 da. And by the way, here's a hotline you can call if you're trapped in this addiction because i think a big part of what we have to do socially is create counseling centers and hotlines for people that are trapped in sexual addiction i mean there's the the thing 
And what do we do to address that? And certainly, any, along with those fines we're talking about, it would certainly seem appropriate that the pimps and the prostitutes and the, the people purchasing all need therapy. I mean, they all need help because they're all victims. It's evil as it can be. There's no doubt about that, but they're all victims. And, you know, the more I think about this, at the bottom of all that, all of everything is, is essentially what do we have for people that are caught up in these problems? And I had another idea. I just want to throw it out so you can just be calling in and saying, Robbie, you, you lost your mind, but here you go. <laughs> another idea would be to incentivize the enforcement. Because policemen right now, as Jerry, we were talking about it before the show, they could probably go fill the jails tomorrow. But what if the enforcement people knew that if they collected so much in fines that their precinct or their department, whatever, the state police, would all get a raise because, you know, here comes all this money. Well, what do we do? One of the things we can do is incentivize the police to, to pay attention to this, that, that families are, are in peril because of losing children and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's unbelievable. And so how are we going to fund a national hotline? How are we going to fund counseling centers? Well, all these people are paying this money, so they obviously have money. If we find them, then there's a thing. So there's Robbie's thoughts. But my thoughts are just my thoughts. And everybody can study this just like me. And so I would love to know your thoughts. And you can call us today. We would love to hear from you. What do you think? 866-348-7884. What can we do about this issue. 866-348-7884. And up to help us this morning, of course, we have our very own Jerry Mathis here from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service, always one of my regulars. And I know we got a team of experts along these lines, but I'm thankful for Jerry too, because it's always nice to have some practical person there to help us. Because I'm certainly no expert, but man, what a what a horrifying when you start looking at the facts and stuff and 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 what's going on. And you know, and as I talked about before with Robbie, it's just, you know, so many times for me, it's always breaking it down to the to the lowest denominator. And what to me I see is a sub- supply and demand. And, to, you know, how do we what, what can we do as a society, as a culture, as a world to combat this? This is where the experts come in. All right. Well, we have Lynn Kolb with Transporters for Christ, Lady Beth with Beth Ministries, Pastor Stubbs. We have Shelly Lance, a former prostitute and madam and her addiction counseling helpline. We have all those folks, but we need you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Human Trafficking 2016, that's what we're talking about on the Christian Car Guys show today, and it is worse than I think anybody's ever expected, and and fortunately, we've got some ideas, we've got a team of experts here, and we've got you all wanting the same solution, you know, something to be done about this, and what can we pray for, what can we do? We would love your input today, 866-348-7884. And I've got Lynn Kolb with the Transporters for Christ. I'm going to get to in a second. But we got Tom in Hendersonville, North Carolina. I'm very excited. Tom, 
disagrees with my solution, which I love people that disagree with me because I, I, I'll be the first person to admit I don't necessarily know what I'm talking about. Tom, welcome to the <laughs> Christian Well, podcast. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know. My wife would tell you that's constant. It just happens like that. Um, I think you're going down the wrong road. I think that what you're describing is something most Christians are, uh, you know, we're frustrated. We see what's going on, and uh, we seemingly can't do anything about it. But I think when you look deeper, it's really, God gives us the choice, the liberty, if you will, to uh, not obey Him, to live a sinful lifestyle. And that's something that bothers the Christians, because we see what it's doing to the culture and to society. It's very disturbing. But I think it really points back to, you know, as collectively as a whole, the Church hasn't done what we're supposed to do, you know, the salt and the light in society, and we've retreated. And, you know, the truth is, a lot of us like the, uh, uh, you know, the porn, and that's a big problem in, inside the Church, not just outside the Church. I mean, it's probably just as high. Uh, and so what I'm saying, though, I believe it's a liberty issue. I used to believe that, you know, you should pass laws to stop the uh, the drugs. I don't believe that anymore. I think that as long as you're not doing something forcibly and hurting somebody else, people do have a right to uh, ruin their lives. And that's a scary, uh, scary thing to chew on. But uh, we don't have the right, I don't believe, to uh, pass laws to try to get, uh, you know, prostitution, all this stuff to, to try to force people into our uh, our mode of uh, what we believe to be right. Well, there you go, Tom. Well, that's why I'm glad that, as I said, I want to throw that out there because I really yeah. want an honest what how people feel and what they're thinking. And and I agree with you on so much of what you're saying. I, I just yeah. um, I don't know, but we will talk well, about it. I I bless okay. you for calling in. Thank you, Tom, okay. very very much. Thank All you. right, if we want to get Bye. to, we got Bridget is in Mizzolothian, Virginia. Bridget, you're on the Christian Car yes, Guys show. Good morning. Tell me yes, your thoughts. Good morning. Um, yeah, I am so thankful that you have this platform. This platform is so needed. And, um, you know, I want to address what I had to say, but, you know, just listening to the last caller, it's just so appalling to me. So what he's saying is, you know, anybody that wants to just go ahead and molest uh, little children or teenagers, or any, we should just kind of blind eye that because God gives us a good way or a bad way. That's the kind of thinking that also says that we can't say God bless America or love our country or, you know, that kind of thinking, just let people do anything they want to do. And, you know, that's why you have the murders and, and the pedophiles and all the sickness, because we're supposed to turn a blind eye at that. But what he's trying to do, and a lot of people in our country, trying to make us numb, if we get numb enough, we'll start accepting pedophilia. We'll start accepting murder. We'll start accepting people coming to our houses. And, you know, that oh, makes uh, me Yeah, sick. Bridget, I... Okay. I, so, but yeah, so what anyway, I wanted to, I'm so uh, thankful that you have this platform. Well, you, you got my brain thinking. Levels. I needed my brain to think. No, but I'm just don't saying. Do I wanted, I just, kind of, hang on a second. I want to say something. That man has <laughs> okay. why our country is in the gutter. But here's okay? here's a anyway, thought. Here, said, no, no, I, I'm, I'm loving what you're saying, Bridget. I really yeah, am. In fact, it made finish. me think. But yeah. here's but, what I'm thinking. So before I, if, if I could just speak, but before I heard him talk, I had an agenda that I want to get out there. And there's so many, see, I um, have had uh, incest in my family. My father um, tried to molest me. I told my mother she didn't believe it. 
then come to find out it was happening with my sister. You know, so anyway. Oh, wow. So one I'm in so three sorry. people, one one in three to one in four people, because I've done a study on all this stuff, and because it happened to me, and I had to, and then it turned around, I adopted a child, and the guy that I married, I didn't know very long because I was lonely, blah, blah, blah. He molested my adopted daughter. Oh, no. So I have a lot of experience with, with different things, you know, and actually, you know. Oh, Yeah. But but the, the biggest thing is this: if you you cannot put you you're talking about you know fining. I think that's where we should start. No doubt about it. We should start you know making these, these sick sick people pay for what they're what they're you know doing to our children. But here's the thing: you cannot put a, just a band aid on. And, and again, I think it's a great idea that you had. Um, that needs to be number one that we do. But deeper, you have to go to the seed literally of the problem the seed of the problem is what i've experienced as a child myself and i've talked to a lot of other girls and it happens to boys too what it is is it's inset it's actually happening when a when a child is when a child is fondled and messed with and they find it norm they trust adults they think this is norm so they, they they start uh grooming them at two and three and four years old and five and six and so what happens is they have sleepovers. It was done to them. They do it to the other children. The brothers and the sisters had it done to them. It's all about, it starts at the seed, how the family is being raised and what's happening with the children in the home. So, Bridget, you know, I, I, see, dark, I agree with what you're saying. Now, and I've let and you so talk. you got to admit I let you talk. So now you got to let me school. talk, okay? Okay, yeah, please. But I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but now you got to let me talk, okay? Okay, well, I'll, I'll all right. I'm gonna let you. Okay, it's all right. You don't have to hang up. Okay. You can if you want. If we get in I, kindergarten, Bridget. All right. So, we. Here's what I was thinking, based on what Bridget was saying. That if you look in Jeremiah in several places, it clearly says that there are there are priests, but there is also a king, and the king was given a sword in order to have laws that protect the people. And so, yes, we need priests, but we also need a king. And that's why Jesus is in the order of Melchizedek. But we got to have laws and we got to have priests. And I couldn't agree with her more. I think she's absolutely right. Of course, I like to talk when it's my turn, but (laughs) I love her call. I appreciate you calling. I appreciate your input. I hated that that it had to end that way. But we got so much more. We got Lynn going to be on with us, Pastor Todd, Lady Beth. I promise all those folks. And we got Jane in Louisville. And so we got so much show coming up, and I'm so glad for all the calls. Believe me, call us, 866-348-7884. Well, he's got so many, many names with all that he gets done. There ain't no way he'd ever be as happy with just one. Some call him a tractor trailer, and that's certainly true. Then there's big rig semi-truck an 18-wheeler too so why do they call him a tractor trailer he's got a tractor out in front that's where the driver sits it pulls the trailer human trafficking 2016 it's certainly worse and we have some experts we really got to get to them today on the christian car guy show we're so glad you tuned in but we do want you to know that today's topic may not be appropriate for young listeners and we strive to Reach out for for kids to listen to Christian Car Guy show with Christian Car Guy Theater, et cetera. But today may be a little bit much for them, so you may want to 
you know, make an adjustment there. We'll give you time that, to do that as today's show is a bit, mu- a bit much, we believe, for children. With that said, uh, we're going to get back into our discussion today. And I, I certainly, I, I suppose, uh, you know, March 5th, Jerry, is our 10th year anniversary on the Christian Car Guy Show. No and if way. Yeah, yeah. And if you know me, you know that the last thing in the world I ever want to do is cut somebody off when they're talking because I really want to get their ideas. But we got time slots we got other guests. We got all sorts of things that are pressures that you may not understand as a host. I don't want to be rude, but we do have the things that we got to get accomplished. So by all means, I'm very, very, very thankful. Don't begin to think I'm not thankful for your input. And in no mean do I, no way do I want to be rude because I do want to get your input. And speaking of input, we have Jane in Louisville, Kentucky, and she's got her view. Jane, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for bringing this horrible topic to light. Um, I think, you know, when we shed light on something, we're doing the first step. And of course, prayer is very important. Oh, yeah. And I'm praying for, I'm praying for that last caller that she be healed. Uh, I hear everything she was saying, but she brings up a, a point that, well, and even Billy Graham's, what he just said about the door being open. All of these children are young women, usually, but young people are someone's child. And we need to empower women, uh, in the churches, young women, young men. Um, the people who work with the youth probably have one of the highest ministries because if if a woman in particular is empowered with the Word of God and with, you know, she might come from a home where there's incest, but she comes over to that church and is in that youth group, she's not going to tell us about it. But if we, if we raise strong children in the Word of God, then they're not going to be victims as likely. Now, a lot of these people are, from what I understand, and I, want, I can't wait to hear the, the guest, but, you know, there's a lot of refugees or people who are illegal who, who fall into this. And um, I, I just, I'm surprised. I, 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 what I want to say is from my heart, I think all we can, we can pray, we can become civically active, we can look for, in Louisville, for example, during Derby, which is a really big, the Kentucky Derby brings a lot of human oh, trafficking man, yeah. to the city. Uh-huh. So the police, the vice squads, you know, we're, they're geared up at that time. If we could, we have to be a part of our community, not, oh, we're Christians and this and that. I'm surprised no one's blamed the president, honestly. I'm, I'm grateful <laughs> for that today. And I'm, so I want to stay on topic that we have to become civically engaged. It's not us and them. The church has to be a verb. Now, after this show, I want to find out more about in our area. I know that someone that goes to my church in Indiana works in social services. This, this is a huge problem. And I think we just have to say, what can I do where I am? How can I find out what I can do? And then we come together, and we, we send our money to these ministries. We help. We work in them. We volunteer. We get our hands dirty. We work with... And, and so much of this is also, I, I just want to say this, and I'll get off, is related to the heroin crisis and the drugs and the things like that. We have to go out and volunteer and be a part of our communities or start those ministries in our churches. It's not us and them, and we have to fix this. I I agree with the fines and and things, but that's a political issue. We have to, first of all, email our leaders and say, this has come to light. What can... You know, what are you doing? Yeah, Jane, I I agree with you so wholeheartedly. And I begin, I think as you begin to pray, just exactly like you said, and we all do. And we all see the horrific need. If you study this, it is going to break your heart. You're going to, it's going to break all over the place. And then God, what can I do? How can you send me? God bless you, Jane. I thank you so much for calling in today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for doing what you you do. Bye-bye.
All right, we are going to get to Lynn in Louisville in a second, but first I want to get to Lynn Kolb. She's with Traffickers, uh, actually, Transports, Transporters for Christ. And Lynn, you, you're one of those people who prayed, and God put something on your heart, and you've got a lot of cool initiatives going on. We want to give you a chance to share those. Well, thanks. Um, actually, I was, it's interesting, some of these calls, because it shows me, again, the need to communicate uh, what really is happening behind the scenes, what really drives this issue, and some some things that people just don't seem to know. Um, most of the men, two out of every three men who pay for sex, know that the person they're having sex with is tricked or trafficked or coerced. Um, so they know full well, most of them know full well uh, what's happening. And by the way, it's not just men who are paying to have sex anymore. It's now, um, they did a survey of some children, uh, boys and girls, that were sold for sex. And 40% of the boys and 13% of the girls said that women are paying for sex too. Um, And I believe one of the callers identified pornography uh, as one of the connections and incest in the home. Um, And I would have to say, I think pornography is the huge driver behind all of it. It it builds the demand. It... um, continues to feed that desire to act out what you've seen with a real person. In fact, um, there was one person that mentioned something about um, we really can't make laws to force people to accommodate our morality. And what I think they don't know is a lot of the pornography that's taken, um, there's, you know, one out of every four images on the Internet is child porn. And that child didn't have a choice about having that photo taken. That child is not a willing participant. I mean, he's a victim. The child didn't get to vote about whether or not they're going to have a picture taken of him naked today. And it's it's equal boys and girls. It's 50-50 boys and girls being abused in this issue. Um, and children do not have a say in what's happening to them. Um, so you, um, it's not about some my individual right to view porn. It's about the porn I'm looking at. I can't tell where that porn came from. Was that person being trafficked to produce that porn for my pleasure? It's not a victimless crime. Everybody thinks pornography doesn't hurt anybody. But what we're not looking at is who we're taking pictures of. Did they have a choice in those photos? Now, again, yeah, sure, most of them do. But clearly, when we come to children, all of that changes. No, all of those arguments go out the window. Children don't get a choice. You cannot tell me a child decided, I want to be a pornography model. You know, I want to be the next Playboy bunny. They don't even know how to think that way as children. Yeah, the the innocence is being stolen by an enemy that's unbelievable. And there are so many victims in this, it's it's actually heart-wrenching. But you guys are doing some stuff. And um, you've got a big event coming up. And, And share some of what transporters is doing you've got exit 58 you got all sorts of cool stuff <laughs> we're well because we are actually uh, ministering to truck drivers at chapels across north america at truck stops um we decided uh well number one we joined a campaign to raise awareness about trafficking so that truckers could call in tips because you know truckers have children too they have grandchildren and many truckers even though they are part of the problem uh, many more are becoming part of the answer and they called in tips to the trafficking hotline and reported human trafficking so much so that um, they've become um, a, the most organized uh, group 
industry group fighting on this topic and actually turning this around in terms of reporting and being able to even get law enforcement to come and, and uh, rescue victims and you know arrest the people involved. Um, but also we realized we need to start telling, um, telling people that their personal sexual habits, and especially as it connects to pornography and then seeking out someone to have sex with because of what they've looked at, is fueling that demand. And then that the people that they're seeking to have sex with, not everyone is there by choice. Um, Most of the prostitutes that have been interviewed actually have said they had, uh, 85% had sexual abuse in their childhood. Um, And 70% reported incest was in their home. So they've grown up with sexual abuse. And then, then they get to graduate to a career that continues to do that. In fact, 78% of women that were in prostitution as adults said that they've been raped by their pimp. Um, they they feel like, a lot of them feel like they have nowhere to go. 85% say they want to get out, but they have no way or means of getting out. Well, we want to let you know that you're listening to Christian Carguy's show. That is the voice of Lynn Kolb. She's with Transporters for Christ, and they have a national hotline that you can call to report. But you've got to be careful how you do that because we don't want anybody to get hurt. And there's a video at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as all these links that will help you to see how you do that without getting anybody hurt. But the number we want to give it out is 888-3737-888. That again, that is the National Traffic's Trafficking Hotline, 888-3737-8888. We have more. Oh, we have so much more. We got Pastor Todd and Lady Beth we haven't got to. We got Lynn in Louisville with her comments. Stay tuned. So much more coming up. And I turn off the news when I don't like what I see. Yeah, it's easy to do when it's population me. What if there's a bigger picture? What if I'm missing out? Trafficking 2016, that's the topic today on the Christian Car Guys show, and I hate to report it's worse, and fortunately God has given us some time today, and Jerry and I both think we need two hours to do this topic, because we've barely scratched the surface of what we have lined up to share with you, but we we so appreciate our listeners, as obviously you guys are the ones that make this show, that we need your input, and we need everybody's a view on what's going on and have some honest discussion and um, and pray, like so many listeners have suggested as to what God would have you do, because, yeah, we it's easier to turn off beliefs. Believe me, I did not want to read all that I read over the last two days on the subject. I didn't want to look at any of it. It breaks my heart tremendously. But if God's calling you, you know, <laughs> we got to be obedient to what's going on there. We do have another Lynn. She's in Louisville, Kentucky. She's a listener. Lynn, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning, Lynn. Are you there? Oh, we lost Lynn. But the good news is we still have Lady Beth, who has been, she, it was her idea to do this show to begin with, and she's with Lady Beth Ministries, and we by all means want to get Lady Beth on today. Lady Beth, you can yes. tell from the uh, all these listeners calling in, all the emotion that that you that God has you in a very interesting place, or I should say, 
yeah. a pivotal place. And, and tell us your heart. Is, is, is certainly this show to this week was your idea, and we've been talking about it for two months. Yes, we have. Yes, and I am so grateful. Thank you. And my my heart just ached for that first caller. Uh, and it's true, all that she said. It is really sad because trafficking involves uh, also with the organ trafficking. So much that happens with that. Uh, the labor trafficking that we haven't mentioned. So this is Human Trafficking Prevention Month in raising awareness. I'm in Florida, and Florida is ranked number three. And that is, you know, pretty scary. But even in the area that I'm in, which is Lake Worth, Florida, uh, there's uh, a higher issue of labor trafficking because so many immigrants. And there are about 60,000 people here in Lake Worth, but only about 30, about half registered. (laughs) So uh, it's a lot that's going on. There are 27,000 deaths daily from human trafficking. But the worst thing, as you have mentioned, is the child. And any person under the age of 18 is considered a child, and and so they're never considered uh, as a prostitute. These are children, and as Lynn mentioned, they are conditioned as they go into adulthood into this type of lifestyle, and there should be zero tolerance, zero, regarding porno and... um, prostitution, anything that is feeding the, the demand. And, and Lady the Beth, I, w- I, w- I would just want to jump I'm in sorry. and say I agree with you Go so ahead. heartily. And yes. as I was reading all these articles, time and time again, they, they point out that we think of them as prostitutes or you may have other titles that you want to put on them, but they are clearly victims. Yes, and exactly. And when we put those labels on them, we are, we're messing up just to begin with. Because, yes. you know, they are, so much of this is not against their will. They feel trapped. And if nothing else, they're in darkness of chains, you know, that, that yes. all of us have to whatever less that, you know, Satan has tempted you with. That whoever, all of us listening, we're, we, you know, we've had our issues and that's why we need the blood of Jesus Christ. But I think it's so important that we as a culture begin to understand these, these people are victims. This is a mm-hmm. tragic thing. Robert, you know, one thing that was mentioned by somebody earlier is that those young girls and young boys are somebody's child, somebody's daughter and somebody's son. Also, that's that's a child of God. And when we start putting a label on it, it sort of you kind of uh, sterilize it or neutralize it where you don't have to think of it as a human being and, and a child. And, and Lady Beth, we want to get Pastor Todd in here as well, which I accidentally cut off Lady Beth because I hit the wrong button. But Pastor Todd, you're you're there in West Palm Beach with Lady Beth, and and tell us your thoughts because we by all means want to get you back on there, Alex. If you'll call back, Lady Beth. Oh uh, sure, yeah, yeah, and and I have to preface this by saying that um, yeah, I'm not an expert on this, but but wound up more of one on the front lines 
where much of this activity seems to be taking place right in the midst of us and almost in front of our noses. Uh, we're in the heart of a community that's become uh, radically multicultural, lower socioeconomic, um, you know, all, all of that. Across the street, we've got a strip club, um, and it's one of the dives. It's uh, one of the officers uh, said it's where the girls go that, that can't seem to get in at another place, and next to it is a massage parlor. And then as we hosted it, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. You're doing great. And, and as we initiated a, a Celebrate Recovery Ministry in light of the issues of our area, we started to meet, develop a relationship with some of the girls from the street and across the street, and uh, then some of their pimps. And um, and we started to discover um, some patterns, and it's already been mentioned, a, a couple of those. Um, and in, in, in addition to what's already been mentioned, there seems to be, as, as part of the MO, at least of those that we have met, um, there's, there's a, a... Oh, wow. I need to learn how to push my buttons. <laughs> we need to call him back. As I, went. I was hoping to, to have Lynn in there with him at the same time, and he was fixed to tell us something very important, so I hope we can get him back, Alex. Um, there was another MO that, and, and maybe you know what he was going to say, Lynn, since I accidentally <laughs> cut well, off. I have, an, I have an idea, although I don't know if this is what he was going to say. Often um, people that are paying for sex will bring pornography with them and show that to the prostitute or the the person being trafficked. If, uh, clearly, if, again, if they're under 18, as it's been mentioned, they're, they're being trafficked if they're under 18, according to our government. So anyway, they will bring images and say, this is what I want. Um, and oh, pimps will actually use pornography when they first recruit. Um, and they recruit someone by trying to become their, um, well, they, they try to be their boyfriend first. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, they, they woo them like they're going to date them, you know, like they're in love right. with them. And then they turn them. Um, and, and they usually turn them sometimes either through brute force, but often it's just, uh, well, honey, you know, it's really rough out here on the street, and if we're going to make it, I'm going to need you to do something, and we, we need to eat. You care about us being able to eat, don't you? So they will pressure them psychologically to, to start selling themselves. Um, and the pimp will actually use pornography to groom that person about what sort of things to offer oh my their word. customers. Well, we got so again, Pat, we, everything yeah. comes right back to that pornography issue. Well, we got Pastor Todd back. We just got a few seconds. I hate this. We needed way more time. Pastor, tell us again what that last MO was going to be that we cut you off for. Well, yeah, what, what I'm sensing is a sense of fatherlessness um, in, in the midst of our community, and especially those who wind up in some of these situations and, and what they grew up with and what they experienced. Oh, but also... Yeah. In addition to all that, um, there's no sense of real community. So they're longing for this kind of place oh, of belonging. Yeah. They need a place to and, belong. They need a father. We all do. That's That gets back to exactly yeah. what the church is supposed to do. I hate to cut everybody well, off because mm-hmm. we got no yeah. time left. I got but it. I got everybody, it. go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You can find links to all the guests today, all these articles and all this stuff. Send me an email. Let me know what you think if you didn't get a chance to be on today. I appreciate you all so much thinking about this, praying about this subject Um, this week. Let's see what God may have for us in this. God bless. Thanks for being with us.